is it. This is episode number 248 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. I am here today with my friend. We go back, oh, four years? Five years? Or more, yes. I mean, six, maybe? Wow. We're, we're practically, you know, we're... It, it's tight. It's tight. So uh, I'm here with Mikey Winfield. Yes. He's back in town. Back at Acme. That's loving right. it. We're right. here on a Thursday. Uh, we're going to ignore that it's beautiful weather outside. And, yeah, it's uh, be extraordinary. Happy. <laughs> be happy that we're in the basement. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, we are. This is, it is beautiful. Oh, but you, gosh. You walk places when it's beautiful. Damn right. Nice. Did uh, You were just here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I popped in for the fundraiser with Cy Amundsen and friends, and it was a... It was an amazing show, you know. The talent was stacked. Yeah. The crowd was warm, and, yeah, we had a great – and we raised a lot of money. Six grand, know? I heard he dropped yes, off. Yes, yeah. For the a, uh, crisis nursery, I believe. Yes, not not a bad drop-off. And glad to be a part of just, you know, some stuff that's just not just about me. Yeah. I like to, you know – do something with comedy, you know, to open minds or to donate, whatever I can do. You I know? mean, you took your cut before you left town. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it was great. Of course not. No, that was a, a huge lineup. I didn't make it that night. I uh, I should have been here. But what did you uh, have going on? I'm sure it was something involving my kids. That oh yeah, kept me yeah. from here, okay. probably. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was, it was you and Cy and Jackie Cation, David Huntsberger. I'm going to miss Chad Daniels Chad. and Sean Patton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In wow. one night. One night. On a Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you're listening to this now. You probably missed it. Um, better luck next time. Yeah. There, there are more charities. Probably right. happen again. Right. Probably happen again. So how are you doing, Mike? Amazing. Um, you know, uh, a year older in the business of comedy. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh I just shot a Netflix special. It's a Brad Paisley and Friends. I have so many questions about that. <laughs> yeah, what a what a. I have I so many questions. Right. I'm going to start with this right now. So one of the things I do is um, I'll listen back to past like I li- today I listened to the episode we did two years ago, the last okay. time we recorded No Laughter. Very interesting. Yes, and one of the things I brought up just to be really stupid and because I figured there's no way he's got an opinion on this, I jokingly brought up in that recording, uh, your, I asked you your thoughts on the split of Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton, two country stars, thinking wow. like, there's no way Mike Winfield is seriously going to have an opinion on uh, some country music stars. Then I find out, then I saw a tweet from you the other day mentioning Brad Paisley. Then I find out uh, that you recorded a special with him. Then doing my research for this week, I see I see a picture of you in a cowboy hat. In a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, right. With that hair. Right, yeah. What? Oh, man, what happened? I know. Who are you? Hey, man, that was a, a brand new experience in life, you know, and... We got booked on this Wild Wild West comedy festival in Nashville, yeah. and I work with them. And I got booked. I had like a week to prepare for the show. And, you know, I'm like, I'm going to Nashville. Just do your regular material. But I decided to spice it up this time since I was working with this guy I never met. So I wrote a joke about one of his songs. So that joke, which I yes. you did this week when I came to the show, my wife and I came on Tuesday, that's Almost yeah. brand new, like brand new joke. Yeah, so I wrote that joke. Oh, shit. And then once I performed it after the show, I, I don't know if we did two shows that night, but he was like, yo, you just you just made that up? <laughs> and I was like- No way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you know, I know how comedy works. It takes, you know. <laughs> but I did craft it pretty quick because I had like okay. a week to get it together. And then I performed it and he loved it. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to take you on tour. We're going to do some shows, you know. And I, I bumped into him again in L.A., Laugh Factory. We just kind of bumped into each other, not necessarily going on tour yet. But then the next time I hear from him, he's like, I want you on my Netflix special. I'm like, what? Gladly. Yeah. Gladly, man. I'm always looking to perform somewhere. And yeah. uh, why not? And we did two shows in Nashville in this past April. And the show's phenomenal. Packed. Is that a club? Well, it was at a club. Um, the director, Jay Chapman, he's directed tons of Netflix comedy specials. 
And, man, it was, yeah. And, man, I may or may not have sang some country music. What? <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? What? Right. I don't know you. I, I know. thought I knew a I little know. bit about you. I don't know you. I know. And then, man, you may have saw me with a hat because yes. I had made a joke at some point, like, I can't fit hats because they, they sit on like they are now really high or they just may shoot off. <laughs> and then he, he brought a cowboy hat for me, and I was like, all right, let's just see what happens. Was and, there a joke about how many gallons that hat was? Oh, Isn't man, that how they it had to be. It had to be a lot of gallons, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, man, and now it's like, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. It's a cool relationship, and uh, he does funny songs, and, you know, I tell jokes to jokes. Yeah. That's it. Brad yeah. Paisley. Yeah. yeah, I know. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Isn't that just, like, out of nowhere? That's so out of nowhere. <laughs> that and is then crazy. After we recorded this special, you know, we talked for a little bit, and he's like, man, maybe he's on his high. He's like, we're going to do it again. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but last time it meant something yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right then. Cool. When is, uh, do you have any idea August. when that'll be on? August? That one's airing on in August on Netflix. So uh, it's fun. It's fun because, you know, I, I like the platform of Netflix. Yeah. You know? Who doesn't? And it's cool to be on there. And I'm recording uh, my own hour in June in hopes to sell it. To Netflix. Okay. Why not? Yeah. You know, or, you know, I, I just trust that it'll land in the right hands. And that's my goal for it. Okay. Where are you recording that? Sacramento, California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you man. living there now? Yes. Yeah. I got roots in Sacramento that just, you know, I get audiences there. I know a lot of people. And I think for recording a special, that's important. Yeah. To not just necessarily do it anywhere. To do something that kind of has some significance in your upbringing mm-hmm. and and for me, that's where I'm gonna do it and uh, drop this off, this hour off. I gotta no, I gotta ask though because we, like I said, we did this about little less than two years ago, and you were talking about a special then. I've I've probably talked about a special my entire time of doing comedy, but now let me tell you how ready I feel. What did I say? Uh, you were you were working on you were like trying to get one done. You were yeah. Someone uh, someone had recently contacted you that had some money to back it up. Mm, oh man! And I, made the, and I made the joke that maybe you should record it at Acme, and you said, "Well, not until I can afford it and do it myself." Right, man. Yeah. I need to find that person whoever had the money. <laughs> Where'd <they> you know? go? <laughs> <laughs> right, because I am I am I'm independently shooting. You so are it, it okay. cost, You know. Yeah. And um. It's 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 exciting, you know, because I'm comfortable in comedy now, you know, and it's always like you can grow and get better. But I like I like what I can put out right now. I'm confident in this material and um, I'm still piecing together the order and the feeling and all of that. And this is just a fun process. And I think that's part of being an artist Yeah, is dropping stuff and moving on to the next. And I want to be that's what I'm in it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Would you have a title for it? Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with my side of the story. Okay. Yeah, because... That's something that you mentioned two years ago. Oh, good. I'm yeah. consistent, man. You're it's sticking funny. with that. That's All right. That's hilarious. That's good. I don't remember what I said two years ago, but I'm glad I'm consistent. Mm-hmm. It's because I am. I'm still telling that story. I'm still like in this... I'm still married. I still had the same point of view. It's just a little tighter and stronger, yeah. and it is very one-sided. So, <laughs> so that's what it will be. It'll be my side. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard your uh, your wife has a Netflix special. Yeah, in July she's, actually. Yeah, she's, she's beating dropping you, a special too, she's right? You the oh punch. man, oh man, I bet you that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man, it, she told me it's called the real side of the story. <laughs> the real side of the <laughs> yeah. story. You know, there aren't any others. That's all she called it. That too. <laughs> the only side. I feel like. Who I talk about in my special will ultimately be way more popular than I'll ever be. Yeah. You know, my wife, for instance, she's going to be huge. My, uh, you know, this my, I said she's older, my stepson, you know, he's going to be huge because mm-hmm. they're the subjects of this conversation yeah. I'm having with these audiences. That's what it is, the conversation. My, uh, my wife, Ashley, who came to the show with me the other night, uh, we were talking about a little bit about the show last night, and she goes, I need to know what his wife looks like. Oh, man, do, I are, know. Do people come up to you? Do you hear that? People I are get curious that a lot. what she looks I like? I know, I know. And then uh, um, she's stunning. 
And it's funny because they, I talk crap and I may make her seem older and all that. Well, she is. She's older than me, you know, but yeah. it's funny. Yeah, man, I'm lucky. I'm lucky to, uh, I think silly looking guys like myself do find attractive women. I think very beautiful, stunning, attractive women are attracted to just funny looking dudes. <laughs> and I'm on that list and I'll take it. Yes. I've had beautiful girlfriends through the course and but my wife man she tops them she's uh that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be yeah she's incredible nice nice and it's good that you're saying that because we're recording this yes so yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely i mean it yeah uh let's see i have some other things i want updates on from the, our last conversation we're gonna let's let's see how many of these things went nowhere no it was great <laughs> yeah yeah let's see if my filled up my goals list and did anything yeah uh here's another one you said that there was a chance you were going to play an nba celebrity all-star uh game gosh man i keep trying i keep putting out videos i keep what do you mean putting out videos so i have a video like i put a video on youtube of me shooting some shots doing some stuff i'm just trying to get something trending so i can make this damn all-star celebrity game but yeah. apparently i gotta get more numbers <laughs> it's all my fault i gotta get more numbers i'm trying my best i even practice I even play basketball for this opportunity that I may go. I do it like four times a year, I think now. <laughs> That's how much I play basketball, hardly ever yeah, anymore. You know. But by the time I finally get on, I'm going to have to coach because I'm going to be so old. <laughs> you know, it's going to take it forever. But I just want them to know, you know, I have stated, though, I think I'm the best um, comedian basketball playing uh, wow. performer out. I don't think anyone, if there was one-on-one, not one comedian could touch me Whoa. in a game of one-on-one. Do you know Kevin Bozeman? Yeah, I know Kevin Bozeman. He won't see me on the court, though. Oh, really? Name anyone else. They won't see me on the court. And really? don't give me three days to practice. <laughs> oh, man. Give me three days to practice. It's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, because people don't know. They don't know if I'm right or left-handed. It's just... I'm unstoppable. I've been playing for years. So nice. if they ever have, you know, a comedian game off, uh, I'm I'm winning. Well, I'm I'm uh, disappointed to hear. Well, actually, I'm glad that because it didn't happen. If it would have happened, I missed it. So you're I, right. I haven't missed You're anything. right. You're right. I maybe haven't. it's still in the making. You yeah. know, I gotta maybe something on the list next will propel that to happen somehow. <laughs> right. You know, they also do, um, like, home run hitting contests, like, with uh, softballs and stuff. You know, like, they'll do the, Oof. they'll do the, like, the celebrities, they make it easier, like a bigger ball and bring the fences in. You know, you got uh, a home run swing? I played uh, softball, was it last, about a year ago? Uh, didn't go so well. It was fun being around the guys. It was fun drinking. Yeah. Um, but um, I just didn't have the power I thought I would have. I, I'm a, I lack technique. Okay. Did you play when you were younger? I, I had a couple years. I had just a couple years. But man, I got kids, and they're I'm like uh, the dad off a of he got game. I'm Denzel with <laughs> Jesus Shuttleworth to my kids, and I'm pushing them. And I got left handers, and they're pitching. Yeah. And they're batting. They're seeing batting coaches. And I love it. Yeah. I love it because I'm so competitive, and they can see that in me. And mm-hmm. then they they call me and give me updates and. We've been seeing a batting coach for, like, one of the kids, and now something clicked. Yeah? He turned a corner where he was doing okay before it was okay, but he turned a corner, and now he's, like, every game he's hitting. Nice. Like, consistently doubles, and he wasn't doing this before, so... Yeah, yeah, this is exciting. I played baseball starting with T-ball all through high school, and no one could have ever said that about me, that he wow. figured it out and is hitting oh, now. No. <laughs> so, wow. So, <laughs> so good job. So you stayed busy the entire time, and that was that. That was it. it Sucked. Was like Sucked what, the whole time. What I did. Oh, just liked great. hanging out. Hey, you know, right. But if you want, hey, uh, I know you got plans tonight at 8 o'clock, but uh, at the exact same time, I have my beer league for real. I got beer league softball oh, tonight right? at eight right? o'clock. <laughs> it's Man. one of the reasons I couldn't come to the show any other night. <laughs> yeah, you know. If you want to skip tonight, or maybe just well, actually, you don't go on till what nine? Yeah, little somewhere after around nine? A little, little nine. Yeah, yeah. We, you yeah. can kick it a whole game in. You know, I would be no benefit to the team. I would probably come to drink. That's what I would do. I yeah. probably. Yeah. The only rule about that is uh, you can't have the beer can on the bench. Oh. That's the only rule. So you have to hold it the entire time? You can set it on the ground behind the bench, 
Oh, you can't my God. physically. That's the only rule they have with the beer. That's you right. can't be on the bench. Okay, okay, that's why, good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe next time. Right, yeah. right. We'll plan on it. <laughs> Get that hitting coach. Get that hitting coach. Um, you on the on the show uh, Tuesday night. At one point, you started mentioning a TV show that you're on. You're like, ah, nah, you guys. Oh, you know what? I just got one of the promos for it. So I'm on this show. Uh, it's a clip show on True TV called Greatest Ever. Um, it's pretty creative where they how they address the topics and they have a bunch of people. It's like a talking head show. Mm-hmm. You pop up and you say something funny, and I managed to get a lot of hits from it. Yeah, you know, I mean, we write our own jokes and we pop in, and I guess that uh, it goes well. So it's good. It's good FaceTime. It's good exposure. Yeah. People should watch it. It's a fun show. This is the show that I feel like no one plans to watch. It's just on. and oh, then you, I, I was basically just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, you're flipping through, and it could be a year old, but it yeah. might be new to you, and you're just like, bam, funny jokes for a half hour. That's how everyone found me. Yeah. They just <laughs> they weren't looking for it. It yeah. was just on in the background. They heard my voice. Maybe that stands out, but they saw something, and they were like, hey, hey. And you watch it for a little bit, and then you turn. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's every Friday. On True TV. How many of those? You've, and it's, man, you've been I doing a whole season like, here or what? I did like 26 of them. Holy cow. So, uh, yeah, I did a uh, quite a quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. What else? What? Oh, I shot a movie. I yeah. I don't know if I talked about that. Well, and that's, <clears throat> that's the last thing that was mentioned the last time you were here. And then it was like, well, I'm also going to do this movie. And you were about to say stuff about it, and you're like, "Why did I even bring it up? I can't say anything about it." It wasn't that. That's what I'm. I was wondering because I didn't com- know then. Completely different move. Different movie. Than yeah, because you- I didn't know. Um, I might have did. It might have been Pop Star, because I did do Pop Star the movie. That was that. Um, what's his name? Andy um, Sandberg. And yeah, you're in that. Yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> exactly. And I when, never saw it. Sorry. When people recognize me from that movie, I'm like, how did you recognize me no from that shit. movie? Okay, okay. Yeah, I that, had... that was the one because you described it. You were like, I can, the only thing I can say is it's like those Justin Bieber, like Doc movie, yeah, yeah, Rise and right. Fall. And that's all you said. Okay, great. And you said you had a small role. Oh, no, no. No, what's what's less than small? That's what I had in it. Really? Microscopic. Yeah, right. It made my role in the office look like a leading role. <laughs> That's how small the pop star role was. And when people recognize me, I'm like, how? How? And they're like, yo, saw you in that? And I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks, man, thanks. What was your can what was your role in it? Oh, I can tell you everything yeah. now. I was a um a hype man. For the rapper that was going to open for Connor for real. Okay. So I was like the hype man for this guy that eventually went on his tour called Hunter Hungry. Uh-huh. Hungry to Hunter. And uh, yeah, and I, it, it took a full day and, you know, we did all this stuff. And then once they aired it, I'm like, oh, was that me? Was that? I think it was. That was me. And yeah, that was it. It was fun to do. But, yeah, after the final edit, it was like, oh, man. All hmm. right. So, no, that was not – this new movie was not that. I mean, I seem like – I could have talked about that then. Like, hindsight now, I should have told you everything. <laughs> the ending, I should have told you everything. <laughs> it only would have helped, really. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's funny. Yeah, it managed to make it on my IMDb page. It so did? it says, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm well, I must have looked right over that. I'm in it. No kidding. Did yeah. you uh what did you go to like a premiere or anything for that when it no, came out? No, I didn't go to the premiere for it. I did get a um a t shirt from uh Judd um come on, help me out. Uh, this is the easiest Judd one. Apatow? Judd Apatow. Yeah, I got a sign was it him, Judd Apatow and some other producers on it, you know, thanking me. For you know being a part of it, and uh, that was very nice of them. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Where can I see Pop Star now? Available on on digital and on demand. I would say it may have popped up on. Um, Is yeah, it on Netflix yet? I don't know. I don't know. You got to be all over that. Yeah, you know, I got to get out there on a tour, promotion tour for my appearance in Pop Star. <laughs> 
If I let's say that I get a copy of it, how long am I am I gonna have to watch this movie before I see you? I in it? think about twenty five to the, the twenty five to forty minute range. Okay. I think I'm somewhere in there. Okay. And like, don't go to the bathroom. Don't <laughs> sneeze. Don't look down when you reach for your popcorn. Like, do none of that. Just focus. On the screen. <laughs> Honey, do not talk to me. <laughs> right, right. There's no conversations. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough about that. Now, they uh, Tuesday night, Linda Ahrens is the, uh, is the MC this week. Yes. And she said, our next uh, performer, you know him from The Office, as well as his uh, new movie with DMX, The Pimp. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you came out. Yes. Continue from there. Oh, man. So this is a independent film shot by a director, Christine Krokos, with DMX, Kiki Palmer, who's huge and out and doing a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. And it's a drama. So the premise is lesbian pimping, and it's about the woman trade, and it's dark, and it's sad, and it's me in it, which is like, how do I fit into this? And I was... How'd they find you for that? Oh, you know, um, hey, this is the power of auditioning. So I was auditioning for something for Showtime. And I was on a streak where I was getting callbacks. I was killing all my auditions. I was just feeling it at a period of time. And this particular audition, the role didn't work for me. But the casting director was like, there's something, there's something. She contacted the director of this film. And I got an audition for that. And they loved it. They loved the audition. They loved the tape. And then, boom, I was in New York for a month last year, July. I spent, like, the whole month of July in New York recording. Wow. You know, the rapper DMX is in it. and uh, so, uh, we, so this is officially the second movie? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm in two movies. All right. Wow. Nice. Wow. You know, what you do in this business is accumulate. You know, very slowly, you know, different paces for everyone. Sure. But just to say that, thats I've never looked at it like that. Yeah. I do. I'm in two movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. My buddy and I were talking this morning, uh, if that new Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out right. soon, I think end of this week, and uh, I was telling him that I'd just seen a list of somebody put together, you know, an arbitrary list of the top Marvel movies. And he, you know, I was having my buddy, I know he's a big fan, I was having him try to guess the movies. He's, you know, he was doing a good job, and he's like, oh, probably towards the top is the um, uh, Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. And I was like, you know what, I've never seen that. But funny thing, I go, Derek Hughes was here at Acme two weeks ago, and he filmed a scene in that movie that got completely cut out. Hmm. Damn. It happens. Yeah, like the second best Marvel movie. Yeah. Cut out. That's why everything in this, if you want to be in movies, is building your star. You know, and, you know, we got to take that more seriously. You know, myself as well. When when he he brought up recording it, of course I should have recorded it. What was I thinking? <laughs> Let's record another one tomorrow and then bring the camera in. That was so, <laughs> you know. But, hey, I'm in this weird private part of comedy, whereas I love to perform, but I love to just be a comedian, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, uh, I'm not the loudest guy in the room at the party. Yeah. You know, I just it's, like, you know Bobby Kelly was here last week. Hmm. Who I asked him at one point, is there anything that you won't say? And there really isn't. Like, right. complete open book. Like, the most embarrassing, like, things right. you maybe would tell your best friend. Maybe. Probably not tell your girl. You know, and he's just, like, open. There's no, there's no privacy whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, I, you know, I respect that, too, and I just, you know, we all got our approaches, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I can't <laughs> describe it. Someone else could probably describe it better, you know? Let's, uh, I, I want to hear a bit, a little bit more. When Do you have any idea? Because I tried to look online. This For the movie? Pimp. So I saw a private screen in a month ago okay. of the edited film. So exciting because I know I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> you if you film for a month, that'd be a lot of cutting to get you out of it. Oh, gosh, right? That'd be like a whole different, well, we changed it. Now it's about <laughs> unicorns. Yeah, yeah. right. So uh, I, I don't have that answer, you know. I, I think I may have heard they're going to go to a festival and get distribution. 
and whenever it comes out, I mean, I like how it came out. It's great. Yeah. It's interesting. It's uh, it leads you to all these emotions. So it just needs to come out, and I need to forget about it. What I need to do is forget about it, move on it to happens. whatever's next. Yeah. And when it comes out, great. Yeah. Just the same way I feel about this true TV show. I record it and I leave, mm-hmm. and I like that. You know. Did you uh, crit- did you critique your performance then when you watch it? How was that? that What's was that hard. like? That's really hard. What I will say is. Um, they made me look great. Okay. Yes, I'll. They get all the credit, the editing. Like I, I. There was an element of like not, even though I was the funny part of the movie. Like I was the lighter end of it. Okay. You know, they still had me kind of sexy in some scenes. I'm like, all right, look at this. Like I look like a cool dude. Nice. You know? And I don't know if people see when they see the stand up. I'm just telling jokes, but <laughs> the movie. It was an appeal, yeah. you know? And I was like, wow, what's happening here, you know? And I could only imagine there's so much power in editing. Yeah. Yeah, there's so sure. many amazing ways they can make you look, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, it's I, your Denzel moments coming up. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know how to be received. I can't wait, but I know it'll be talked about. I don't know in what fashion, but the movie, just how you see it, it's, people are going to talk. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be. Sweet. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, DMX has done a lot of acting, more than I even thought. He's extraordinary. I I looked him up. He's in a lot of movies. You know, this particular role he played was his role. He played a pimp. (laughs) And and you never saw him in action like that. It was just, you knew what he did. Uh But it was just a guy from the streets. It was almost... Him outside, I mean, in the box of what he's rapped about for years. It just seemed like it was that guy. and Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a stretch for him, and he he was amazing in it. Did you get to know him at all? No, not so much. You know, I wish. We didn't have scenes together because the way the movie's oh, okay. broken up, it's like his daughter is the main character. Okay. And that's, the, that's where the movie comes from and branches from is about her becoming the pimp but having the knowledge from her dad okay so yeah oh man yeah i didn't he was cool though yeah yeah i'll say that dmx right i know like who's next who are you gonna meet in this this world of comedy or drama next movie's gonna be with uh too short yeah hey i'll do it i'll do it i met too short really yeah, man, it was weird, though. What? I met him in Oakland. I was doing this. Of course. This bl- of course. What even, where, where else do you Why meet you let too me guess, short? Man. Right, right, I know. In Oaktown in 96. Right. So it was like 10 years ago, actually. And I was in this black comedy competition. And, uh, man, it was it was so whack. He's, you know, what happened? Uh, everyone was taking pictures. And I was like, yeah, man. And I kind of pulled out the camera and get a picture. And I don't know, man. The energy of it just felt like he was tired of pictures. And oh. maybe he got tired as soon as I was ready for a picture. And I was like, man. So the picture I have, I'm kind of posing in the front. And he's kind of right there on the side. <laughs> you know? So. You're in the picture together, but you're not in it together. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, you know. And that's the game. This game is is weird. It's it's. I don't know, man. I just, I just kind of stay to myself and tell some jokes. That's all I want to do is tell jokes. Fair, fair, fair yeah, man. Enough. Forget all this nightlife and all this, this party stuff. I just want to tell damn jokes. One of the things I said to you, and I, I think this is something we can talk about, is uh, when I came to the show Tuesday, we're leaving, and I said to you that we came that night instead of like I normally when I come. Normally, the podcast is recorded Thursday these days. I like to come Wednesdays when I get to see the show. usually do it that night. We came Tuesday this week, and I told you it was because Ashley had a hair appointment that I had to change my schedule around. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then you, I could see the little light bulb going off in your head like, that could lead, that, that's... That's like right along with like you know a lot of your material like yeah, that on type the of page. relationship stuff. It could literally be in there. I feel like the most the happiest I am is when I'm talking about relationships and dissecting them. Yeah, and when I think about how our lives as men could revolve around a woman having to get her hair done uh-huh. or something like she had to 
finish something and it's like okay then we will shift our entire plans because you know you do need your nails done or just something like that and I'm that like, was last week yeah you know guys we we don't we don't get the love i think i don't know i i got into it earlier in the radio i was doing radio earlier and it's just like so much for guys and their struggles and we don't have outreach groups and we don't have we don't talk about this stuff with the homies when we're feeling pain because we don't want to show weakness to the <laughs> right. homie, no. you know, unless we know he has problems and I he knows I have problems and then we can both put them on the table. But, yes, but you're right about that. But it's hard to have someone to talk to about this. So, therefore, the audience has turned into my therapy session. Yeah. Like, I literally get stuff out and I get honest feelings. I can tell when, okay, they're not feeling that. And sometimes that's great. That's okay. great because they're like, oh, okay, they don't like my angle or they don't like like the lack of compassion that I'm showing, and yeah. I use I use the audience. Unfortunately, take it for what it is. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I get stuff off my chest because I'm telling exactly what happened in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not like mm-hmm. changing the story just so I can see because I'm naive sometimes. I don't understand a lot and. Talking to her, we have we 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 figure it out, but it takes so long, and it's repeated problems, and it's oh gosh. Yeah. Were you are uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Your parents were they? All- My parents, uh, they were married until I was in yes. Here's the thing: they were together until I was six in uh, sixth grade. Okay. They stayed married for a long time after because no one wanted to file for divorce or something. Mm -hmm. Who knows? They could still be married. I don't know. But I know they got married. They were married before I was born. And then sixth grade, they're just like, all right, I'm going to Baltimore. I'm going to California. And then I was in Baltimore. Oh, okay. So, you know, I, I don't make excuses. You know, I don't know if, like... This plays into the fact that I struggle in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't have the role. My, I don't know, but I'm making mine last. Mm-hmm. I'm, the, you know, my um. Here's my advice for making your marriage work: just don't leave. <laughs> That's it. I'm just not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not letting her leave. Uh-huh. We're just holding each other hostage if we have to. We're just gonna <laughs> stay together because that's what the plan was why did you get married you know that so was that, the plan that was the plan so that's just what we're gonna do and <laughs> to be honest you think i want to start over i don't have it in me i can't start over with some new woman i'm eventually gonna hate you know like <laughs> i'm just gonna ride out this one and let it be yeah because there's it's not only cons there's a bunch of pros there's mm-hmm. a bunch of positives i'm just i don't do well dealing with other people's emotions and she's very emotional and that's a struggle for me yeah i'm never going to be good at that i'll try i'll see count like why do i have to go see counseling to deal with her emotions <laughs> you know this is stuff i talk about i just it it doesn't make sense to me we uh we had one of these things i think you'll appreciate this last night we, uh, Ashley and I went out to dinner real quick, did some like takeout somewhere, and then it was right by Target. I'm like, you know what? We need to, uh, actually, we're right here. Let's just run over to Target real quick. And we're walking in. She's like, what do you need from Target anyway? And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because the real reason I was going was to stock up on all the things that I stuck, stock up on for her. Gosh. Like, I have my own bathroom downstairs, like in the basement that I kind of just use, and then she's got the main one connected to the bedroom. Right. I noticed she was out of toilet paper. So I was like, well, we need to get that for you. I'm all right. stocked downstairs, but we're right. going to load up for you. Uh, milk, because you eat cereal late at night. We're, we're almost out of cereal. We need it for the coffee tomorrow morning. I'm going to get some cereal, all this stuff. My point is, all of this stuff is not really for me. It's for you that I look out for. Where's your appreciation? You deserve to be treated mm. with appreciation from, I don't know, someone. I'm not saying Ashley. I'm just saying, like, man, that was great. Yes, and it's, this doesn't end because then we do the quick little shopping. We get the, the TP and the stock up on some more cereal. We get some milk. Uh, dryer sheets that right. I buy for both of us. Right. Right? right. Stuff that isn't, like, selfish stuff. Then we get to the uh, checkout, and I want – I can laugh at it now, but last night I was 
pissed on the drive home because, you know, like I said, this stuff is mostly for her. I'm being the good guy, looking out. And we get to the register, and I pull out my uh, my debit card, you know, my check, my right. from the bank. To, right. So I'm, you know, I'm basically paying cash right out of my account. Right. Put the card in, and she goes, "Honey, why aren't you using your Target card?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's because it's maxed out right now. That's why I'm not using the Target <laughs> card." Uh, and she's like, oh, maybe you should pay your bill in front of the fucking cashier. Oh, man. I'm like, why are you oh. doing this? Why? Oh. And she wasn't even, she wasn't trying to be like a dick, for lack of a better term. She wasn't? No, she was just being funny. Are you sure? And I, we got on. She's like, oh, you can give me grief, but I, I'm like, honey, I, when I do it, I do it at home. And it's just you and me. And I, you know, I, I take a little jab sometimes. You just did it in front of some stranger at Target who now I feel like completely judged me in my, as I'm saying on the podcast now, my maxed out Target card that I can't use to get my 5% discount. And Man, you're you know, me, this trip was for you. You don't you say anything. You guys except sound thank like, you. <laughs> you sound like <laughs> similar in the fact that you guys probably have fun when you guys go shopping with cashiers. So generally, you guys probably do play around. There's and been times. Parts of yeah. your relationship comes yeah. out when you're with the cashier, like you're at CVS, and you're like, "Ah, this is what we do." And yeah. that's the thing that couples do. They like show off their relationship a little bit okay. to the cashier yeah. at the grocery store. So maybe this was her saying, hey, why don't you pay your bill? And yeah. you're like, huh? and you already had feelings built up. Already. You already had thoughts that yes. this wasn't even about me. I, I already this was had, about the I stuff al- she needed. I already had thoughts about, I wish I could use my Target card and get my 5% off, but I can't. Yeah. Right, right. And then she brings it up. So this is what I think now. Listening to this, I don't think her <laughs> intentions were negative yeah. at all. Yeah. I think she thought this would be fun. Mm-hmm. And what you learn in comedy is all jokes don't land well. <laughs> you know, sometimes we think and we think they're the best ones we ever wrote. But once you drop them on the crowd, they don't always, you know, destroy. <laughs> That's right. You know, that what she said may not make the special. No, no, I think it's going to get cut. (laughs) So, so yeah, you know, tough one. I can't wait to tell her tonight that, uh, hey, you know, it didn't land. (laughs) That was it. Didn't land. It kind of landed, like, right in my gut. Yeah. But as far as, like, laughs, no. So. It crashed. Yeah, so, yeah, I think those feelings you harbor, I get it, because you were like, this wasn't even about me. Yeah. I was doing this for her. And. You know, I think somewhere in you, I think you may have to like, you may have to lighten up on that one. Mm-hmm. Is my thought. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Right. Oh hey. Right. Trust me. Because man, my wife, she does some very dick stuff when we're at the register, man. <laughs> like, because she's trying to out funny me. But I'm not. I don't try to be funny. It's just that thing. I think couples mm-hmm. do something when they're at registers and yeah, and with cashiers. And man, she just she's always pulling something out, and I'm like, I'm just gonna let it slide because I don't want to. I don't want to win right now. Did she did she tell you like that she thinks you're funny or used to and doesn't anymore? Not even close. I I destroy. <laughs> I destroy funny in my relationship. Okay. Like man, I've got a joke session like right before we go to bed, we're laying to each other and then I just start breaking off the jokes. Really? They're all about her. Like I just talk do impressions of stuff she did all day where I'm like you were pissed, you know? <laughs> and I just go into a a roast session and that's why I know she'll never leave me. Because I'm hilarious in bed. <laughs> hey, man, I'm so funny before we go I'm to bed. I'm hilarious in bed, but not what you think. <laughs> right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a power, man. It's, it is a power in being funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, we met, uh, or not we met, we hung out with Chad Daniels uh, in Vegas, we were in Vegas the same time as Chad and some other people back in January. Yeah. And we met the girl that Chad is dating, was dating. I don't know. I don't keep up. But okay. he had a girlfriend at the time. Right. Maybe right. still does. Hopefully does. She seemed great. I mean that sincerely. And um, But Ashley was talking to her, and she's like, and you know, we both think Chad is hilarious, right? Oh, man. I saw him for the first time when we did... I had seen him on clips before. Oh. You see comedians, but that was the first time we each saw each other live. Oh, okay. And man, what a pleasure. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad that stuff doesn't happen more often. I know. And really. it should. Yeah. It should. It's the power of the artist. It's mm-hmm. just we need to make more efforts and give people shows that they deserve. 
For sure. She was so she was saying to uh to Chad's girlfriend, she goes, "So do you um you know, cuz it's universally known, you know, Chad's a funny guy, but do you still think he's funny?" And she goes, "Oh, I do." And she's like, "Oh, that's cuz you guys are st- oh, you're still new. Now I see what stage you're at." Yeah. That, that was Ashley's impression like oh, as because it's going to wear off soon. Yeah, because I'm not funny anymore. No, gotcha. Yeah. You're not funny anymore yeah. to her. Oh, Correct. Yeah. oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Well, and then yeah. and then she'll go. Well, I mean, every now and then. You... Oh man, she's good at just the. I know. She's good at like working on the body. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I think this is my therapy session. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, this sounds like it. Right. <laughs> this is where I started. I was you, and then I started telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the one telling jokes. I'll stick right here. I'll stick right here. <laughs> I saw a. Um, you put out on Twitter something about uh, a friend asking for Kirby Puckett's autograph. Yeah, yeah, man. What's that? My buddy Chris has been a Twins fan since we were kids, you know. And uh, every time I tell him I'm going to Minneapolis, I tell him the week of. So he, we never make the trip together. And, he, I mean, his baseball uniform number through the years when he played not quit and he kept playing was nine. Like, he was always heavy, Kirby Puckett, everything. And, mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah, just a big fan. I, I don't know. He may have made it out on his own, but, you know, I've been more baseball probably in the last six years than I've ever been in my life just because, you know, the, the the boys and the left-handed and all, you know, the yeah, playing yeah. and things. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you know, just a good friend that's always been heavy into the, you know. But, yeah, it's funny how sometimes you forget that people have passed. You know, there's things when you're like, oh, did he? And then there's guys when you're like, Bob Barker? You're like, wait a minute, he's still, yeah. you know, when you don't uh-huh. even know. Right. So. I used to, when I did the, when I was working radio, I one of the many game shows I used to put together we did on the show was uh, Dead or Not Dead. And it's fun <laughs> right. to look up the names. Yeah. I, I loved looking up, like, obscure, like, character, not character actors, but, like, supporting actors. Like, yeah, right. somebody on... You know, two two seven or something like. Yeah, right. Not Marla Gibbs, but Lester or whatever his name was. Like, do you is he still alive or? Uh, right. And, and you can get really good ones. We always do the one where it's like it's crisscross and it's kid and play, and we're like, wait a minute, is the dark skinned Chris on kid and play? And I, I he I think I'm sure he's alive. I think he is. I think it's one of the ones on crisscross. Yeah, it is. Passed away. It is. Yeah. Right. You're right. So it that's is. All we, we had this conversation at least once a year where we're like, no, nah, I think he's dead. No, no, he's. He, I don't know. Right. Uh, th- that just brought up. Uh, I brought his name up earlier. Derek Hughes, who's a you know like a stand-up magician, is what he yes. you know sells himself, uh, pitches himself as. He's great. Um, he once did a TV show on VH1 where magicians taught celebrities, I'm doing the quotes, celebrities to do magic tricks. Okay. And the celebrity that Derek had was Chris Reed, I think his name is. Okay, so he's the one that does comedy. Yeah, he's from Kid and Play. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Kid and Play. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that, the had, one that the, had the eraser, the eraser high top. Yeah. And yeah, now he has something else going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Taught him to do a little, a little, little magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kid and Play, House Party was the movie. And then they did House Party 2 and 3. <laughs> House Party 1 was the movie. <laughs> oh, that came out, yeah, that was huge in my school. Yeah. People talked about that. Remember the dance move where you oh, grab your foot? Oh, man, and you like, grab your foot and you jump over the jump leg. Jump over your leg. Oh. Could you ever do that? Oh, man, I tried it. I think I tried it. Not in dancing. I don't know if it worked out. I even remember the lyrics when he said, kids spells backwards describes your best. And it was like, oh, <laughs> oh. That was like the... The birth of battle rap, <laughs> right there in that scene. I know, and they were harmless. They were like, they weren't freaking gangster rappers. Nah, nah, no, they didn't kill each other after no, the scene. No, house party. Nah, Everyone's nah. invited. Everyone. A blast. We need a remake of that movie. That's what we need. That right and uh, disorderlies. Disorderlies. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah. Was the, that the Fat Boys? The Fat Boys. Right, right. <laughs> the Fat Boys. My mom bought me that album and the album form. What is it called? The the vinyl? Yeah. Yeah, I had that. And I don't know where it is now, but yeah. People are putting their comedy albums on, like on album, on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's coming back. Right. You know, the man, something about the Fat Boys. They had a movie. Is that Disorderly? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. was. Yeah, right, right. And then they did, they got, 
they had like a top song. What was it? It was the the Fat Boys Up Back. Well, yeah, that one. But then it was like the oh, come on, twist. They did one with Chubby Checker. Remember that? No. Yeah. No. Huh. Chubby Checker. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I was some other stuff I wanted to bring up. Uh, oh, here's another thing I saw that you put on Twitter, and I and I've wondered this same thing. Oh, interesting. Airdrop. We both have iPhones. Yes. You can airdrop to strangers. Why? Why, Why? is that option available? I've been in a restaurant, and, I, and I'm going to send some to Ashley across the table. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, boop, 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 like all these other yeah. people. Like, Aaron's iPhone. Yeah. Tony's iPhone. <laughs> like, why would I be able to do that? You know? And what happens when you do that? Right. What if you just airdrop a stranger? Do they know it's you? Good like one. in the room? I mean, I mean, they would I'm, know it's coming from somebody close, but would they? I'm, yeah, they I'm have like, the choice to accept or deny, yeah. you know, but you're right. Do they know it's you? Unless something in the photo says it's you, but otherwise, it's like, why is someone doing this? Or let's let's make that a thing. Yeah. Let's have people start doing that. That might liven up our world. Uh-huh. You know, we could use more laughter and, uh-huh. uh, and what the hell. We could use a little more WTH and F. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, don't, I've, I, don't, I just don't understand why that option's available. Apple's Apple's playing jokes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, that's it. They just gave you the option to joke around with strangers. It's pretty much it. Um, I think, oh, yeah, uh, one of the other things that you talked about last time was about, uh, and we didn't really go into it, but you were saying that you've had a chance to hang out with some uh, hip-hop artists, like in the studio and stuff. And Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it's funny. I feel like music somehow is coming my way. Okay. I feel a wave of music, just like the Brad Paisley thing and the DMX thing. Yeah. And I've been in more music studios, and no interest of mine to, like, spit lyrics or anything like yeah. that, you know? Um I used to. I used to want to do that, but it was no talent there. And I respect the talent. Yeah. It's one of those things where I respect, you know, how people say comedians make it look easy, and it's really not. Yeah. You know, however, it's easy now. And that's the boredom that comes with comedy. Interesting. Yeah. Like right now, I can go out and I'm going to have a great performance. That's not my concern at all. My concern is will I do something to. Um, fulfill my soul so will i do something that makes me happy during this performance and now that i'm doing the same set over and over again because i'm about to record a special yeah i'm not getting the fulfillment and i think tonight like literally i had this conversation with myself this morning i'm just gonna write new stuff to perform tonight really and the rest of the weekend just so i can enjoy it interesting because or else it's not for me it's only for them and it needs to be for us both. Interesting. Or else like, you just die. Like, I don't, you know, I don't get how you don't evolve in this. Yeah. And But it's getting easier to write jokes. Oh, yeah. That's the cake. Yeah. You know, coming out and performing and doing that, that's, it's easy. I'm literally, I've been doing it for 15 years now. And yeah. And I'm happy that I put in the work that I did to do this much, you know. So that part's easy. I just got to do something for myself. On stage also. Yeah. yeah. I've been bringing this up every week now. Um, the same thing ever since we did the most recent Crash and Burn here at Acme. Uh, you know, that's where they you have to do new material every day oh, yeah. of the week. And it's, you know, in theory, it's going to get tighter and tighter. And by Friday or Saturday, it should be close to a new, like, you know, 20 minutes. Or whatever. Right. Uh, but everyone involved, uh, there was, you know, four people doing it. And they all said, and some guests I've had since then, it's interesting to me, to me to hear people say that they get sick of their jokes. Oh, I know. I know. You know, new material is so invigorating. When you're telling the same thing and you know how it goes, I feel like that's the blessing to someone else who needed that in their life when they're like, oh, my gosh, that joke. I loved it. And they talk to you afterwards, and that's great. That's for them. Yeah. But as the artist, you, you need something that – that strengthens your heart, that makes you want to do it more and something to reach for. And many comedians will agree on this. There's no other feeling when you write that new joke and it hits. Yeah. 
and you're like, oh, like there's something that it pulls out of you that you're like, oh, man, I can't be stopped right now. Yeah. You get these feelings of being the greatest and you get this, you know, like I write goals to be prolific. So I'm writing all the time. But I put myself in a box because I understand this is a business and there's methods to record a special. Sure. I don't want to go up there and freestyle a special. I don't think that's responsible. No. As an artist. Like, and then, you know, we we saw the show Tuesday, and then when we went and chatted with you a little bit outside the show, one of the, and I knew it was coming, Ashley brought up one of your, one of your jokes yeah, that she right, loves. Yeah, right, right, And you didn't do that night, and you said it's still in the arsenal, and then you're going to do it on the special. Yeah, yeah, so, I am. And I might, I don't know when I'm, I'm going to do it this weekend, and it's just a bunch of them. It's literally, I'm just mixing it up so I stay interested. Yeah. You know, because that's important. I don't want to, like, not love it. Yeah. So, like, a night like tonight, if you're going to, when do you mix in the new, like, something new? Like, if you write something between now and tonight. I sandwich it. What I do is I got, like, sections. And I see all my content in sections. Okay. And then I got, like, trust. Then I have love. Then I have hate. And then I have grocery. And then I have parenting. Yeah. And I have, like, sections. So I just throw my stuff in sections so I can try like a lot yeah you know Uh (laughs) i can i can and it just depends on how much i want to do it and and you know again it's a it's a responsible thing too because i still have to give these people the show that they paid for you know so it's not open mics for 45 minutes right 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 um we haven't really talked talked much about stepman who is a big part of your show all the time yes and I probably said this to you before, but I mean it's, I mean it's real life. This you know, there's a real person you're talking about, yes. obviously. So it's not like you something you made up. But the beauty of it is you, and I'm sure you've thought of this. That's a character that re- I think you could use for the next twenty years or thirty. You know, there's it's everlasting, really. I believe Stepman so. doesn't really even need to age. It could yeah. be like Bart Simpson, <laughs> right? right? Hilarious. You know, I went in and I pitched my television show with a a guy who was amazing. He was a showrunner. His name's uh, Danny Jacobson. He he created Mad About You. He was like a big deal in the creation of Roseanne. You know, and him and I pitched a show to CBS, NBC, all the networks, Stepman, the show. And they, you know, it's all business. It's politics that I don't understand, you know. And they kind of like, they were interested, but no one really made the sale. What's going to happen is if if this special gets the light of day, if it gets airplay, everyone's going to understand Stepman. Okay. And then the show's going to sell without me walking in the room. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. When I see visions, I got this like this energy where I can see things, and that's one of the things I can see. Okay. It's kind of like I had a house that I sold like six, seven years ago, and they wanted to sell it for this much to realtor. And I was like, no, 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 this much. Because I could see it. And this is this show selling and Stepman being such a relatable thing. Mm-hmm. So many people relate to it. So yeah. many people come to me afterwards and they're like, we have a step woman. Oh my gosh. You know? Nice. And I just think that this needs to go out. Cause this is almost my show pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Stepman, uh, if you're not clear right now, my wife's older. I got the stepson. We'd like the same. Age. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's bigger than me now. It's crazy. <laughs> dude's huge and uh and yeah we just kind of live our life and i'm trying to guide him properly meanwhile i'm learning from him and it's yeah it's quite a process yeah uh there were some fantastic jokes tuesday night uh and you were you uh involving stepman including ones where you are like you're not just standing there like holding the mic you're actually walking around and doing a little, like, acting to Let back up the you, jokes? This is part of my evolution. Okay. So this happened in the last 12 months, and it didn't stand out to me until people pointed it out. So I guess... I noticed. I'm glad. Thank you. What's happening is I just decided to do something that I don't know if I've seen any comedian do this, but I'm acting out every joke. So every joke is like, it has a physical aspect to it, uh-huh. and that's fun for me. I bet. And that's part of filling my soul for comedy, because now I get to perform mm-hmm. every single joke. And yeah, yeah. So the fact that you mentioned that is like, teaches me that 
you can keep growing. Because this just happened in literally the last 11, 12 calendar months. And I know that if that can happen, something else can happen if I'm willing to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not gonna spoil the joke for people who haven't heard it, but there's uh, there's a Brad Paisley joke that we've already you know mentioned, <laughs> right. and then that kind of leads into. <laughs> Uh, another thing where let's just say you're getting picked up from a party to go or to leave early. Oh, did I do that one on Tuesday? Yes. Okay. Okay. And right, and right. the the little bit oh, right, of, right 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 the little bit of acting you do to that ends that joke yeah. t- to leave when you're getting picked up to leave is so fucking funny. I knew exactly what you were doing. And yeah. Then you, right. You right. went ahead and explained <laughs> for people that don't know. I was doing this. Right. I already knew and was dying. Oh, that's great. Great. That's stuff. great. Oh, yeah. thank you. And it you. really thank adds. You. So keep doing that. Yeah. 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 That, that's so much fun for me to you know not only have a voice but like to give them a scene. Yeah. And that's why somewhere in this, I feel like I'm doing a one-man show. Uh-huh. You know, like the one-man show aspect, you know? And yeah. That's how it feels. It's mm-hmm. just personal. It's my house. And I can visualize every scene. Yeah. So why not act it out? Uh-huh. Next will be costume changes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. It's next. Yeah. Two-hour show of me in costumes and, <laughs> and sound effects. Can you – oh, geez, we're almost at an hour here. There's, uh, I'm going to squeeze in a few more things here I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Dave Chappelle – and I was just reading this thing. Dave Chappelle and John Mayer are friends somehow and are doing a show together soon. Okay. I don't know. That's not the point I'm getting to. But the point – the part of the article that stood out to me was that – and they also just did recently. They're going to do it again. Anyway – Oh yeah, I know what it was. He Chappelle showed up for one of John Mayer's shows right after Charlie Murphy died, and then oh. he did a tribute to Charlie Murphy and said, right. "Hey, you know, before I say all this stuff, could everybody please put away your phones? Let's just have this be a private moment." Right, and of course, not everyone did because it ended up online. So now they're going to get back together and do some other shows, and they're going to and they've announced they're going to have those bags. That yeah. people put their phones in. Yeah, right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's fantastic. You do. When it applies. Okay. Now, you know, I don't know how much that's hurting me right now. I'm not encouraging, nor do I want anyone to just record me and put that online. But right now, I'm like this guy that's been years in, and I'm performing on the road, and I've had this level of success. You know, um, if someone puts something out, who knows? That could help, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because all they're doing is sharing it yeah. with people. And I'm at this stage in comedy, man, and my wife, she helped me with this in life. Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares. You know, they enjoy it. They laugh. They go home and blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Yeah. And that's great. But people start caring when the exposure lifts or when you're on Netflix or when the movie comes and they start seeing your face, then they care. Okay. But right now, like for me to enforce something, I would just be irritating the audience. Right mm-hmm. now, they would just be pissed off the for not having their phone. Yeah. Now, I see it in my head as a huge event. I feel like my show is an event. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I'm doing on stage, no one else is doing this and um, it's huge, but in time, uh, you just you continue to grow and you make it that. But I, I agree with Chappelle having to do that, yeah. and even other big artists because yeah, it's spoiled and they don't feel the same. We there was you know shows here at Acme. They make a very you know there is an announcement. Put your you know it's very nice, but it's yeah. to the point. Put your phone away. Do not record, no Snapchat, no texting, no nothing during the show. You hear it? It's distracting the performer. It's probably distracting audience members near you. Yes. I've gone to, uh, I've been, I've gone to shows uh, this week and we came and saw Robert Kelly last week. And last week there was a gal sitting next to me that glanced at her cell phone just once. Uh, But it was during the show. She just like looked at it like held it really close to her chest not somebody with me held it really close to her chest but i could see the glow right and it drove me insane i want yeah but i can't be like bitch put that phone away did yeah, you not right, hear the announcements because right. then I, then i'm gonna then then i'm gonna feel that the re- then i'm gonna be distracted by that the rest of the show yeah, so i right. just gotta hope she's gonna and she did she it was only once but tuesday your show i don't think you were out yet 
someone two seats in front of me started filming. Really? And I would say, and I'm not exaggerating, three seconds, the uh, the the door guy here yeah, at yeah. Acme sprinted up this down the aisle, put his hand in front of the camera, and said, "You got to put this away right now." I love and, it. And she was done. And she it. was like, I'm sorry, and like kind of like slumped down in her chair and put her phone away. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I was like, good for good. I'm glad. Know, I'm glad that they, you know, of course, I'm not, I'm not surprised that it was caught and put, but it so fast. Yeah, that, yeah. That's amazing. And you know, that's great. You know, and if someone wants to check their phone, Mike, man, I get it. People have children and circumstances and cars being told. Yeah. You know, like, uh-huh. yeah, things going on. So I understand. I get it. You know, we we feel different about our phones than we felt ten years ago. They're like, yeah, they're part of our souls. You know, we, mm-hmm. but to record the show, you know, like ugh, I don't know, I don't know. I just yeah. think, but you know, I always think like, even if they didn't say anything, if you look around and no one else is doing it, don't, yeah. isn't that a good sign? Yeah, that I you think, shouldn't I think be. The person knows they're wrong. They're you know? just like, oh man, I'm enjoying this so much. I want. My friends to see this. Yeah. And that's a good spirit. It's just not the best practice. Very well put. Yeah. Very well put. Let's uh, let's mention, uh, let's just talk social media for a minute here and we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, Twitter is um, really starting to bubble a lot, you know, and, and that's Mike E. Winfield. You know, my website, I still got so many domain names. I still got BigAssTeeth.com, <laughs> MikeWinfield.com. They all lead to the same place. I even have PickleheadBitch. What? Dot com. That's a joke I was doing, like, so many years ago. <laughs> and I bought the domain, and I still pay for it every year. So I still have PickleheadBitch. So that. <laughs> Dot com. I know my... how to find you on social media, but the other night I still put in big ass teeth just because I could. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Not? I'm not kidding. Right, it's just fun to type. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to type in, you know, and people that type it in, they can't believe it. They're uh-huh. like, "Look, this is real." <laughs> and I think that's great to give people something to look up, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, that'll get you to all of them, the the Instagrams and the, the Facebooks. And you know what I want to do? I want to shoot more sketches. Okay. More little short sketches. Those are fun, you know. I've just been in my head the whole time about this special and writing this stuff. But, you know, you got to get out. Yeah. You got to open your mind. Mm-hmm. You know? so that'll I, be next. I need to do more stuff. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Instagram, you're on there too, right? Yeah, that's Mike E. Winfield is all um, the same. Uh, Winfield is W-I-N-F. So Win, W-I-N-F-I-E-L-D. You remember, people know how to spell Winfield here. Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield. Your uncle. You're right. He played, I was telling someone, he played on every team. I think he did. Just he about. played on just about every team. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, add it. Add it now and um, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a drop a sketch. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to record a sketch. While I'm here, oh. I like that pressure. All I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna find some comics. I, I need some guys. I need some girls, and we're gonna record something. All right, because I got a huge hotel room this time. Yeah, they upgraded me just because. Nice. So I got Maybe this, you shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, right. The other right. comics are gonna hear that and be like, "What? What he do? Oh yeah, what he do at the <laughs> counter? Yeah, yeah. We got. <laughs> I got a huge room. I can. Maneuver and record. Nice. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, the challenge you've challenged yourself. Yes. All right. You got until Saturday. Yes. Or I Sunday. Do. I guess you probably leave Sunday, right? Right. So I have all day Saturday. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anything else we should be mentioning before? Oh, I know. I want to say something about. Tell me about you. it. If people want to leave here with a souvenir, bring some extra cash. Because, oh yeah. Uh, you got T-shirts after the show. Yeah, yeah. It's a different one than the last time I saw it you is. selling shirts. And we said we we I accept cards too. Oh, you, you know, do. The square card readers in action. What? Yeah, you know. And uh, really, what I'm doing is all this is financing the comedy special. Yeah. So I have to. I have to. You know, pay for this thing. And uh, people don't know the expenses that come into <laughs> it. It's not your average. It's like real. Are there so, still? I never got one. Are there still uh, the big ass teeth T-shirts? Okay, around? so this shirt that I have, no, this one is a different one. This one, no, I know it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, those are still available online. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could get those. Online. Love that one. Right. Like right. the new one too. Right. But man, that's it. I'm just always trying to like bring something new, and that's the purpose and the goal to just keep generating. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, you're working here with Mike uh, Cronin. He's got, and he's actually selling a CD after the shows as yeah, well. Like, yeah, uh, Digital download. Yeah, that's the that's the way. Yeah. That's the way. You know, I recorded a CD, and I have the unedited files. I recorded it last December. I just haven't edited or what? released it. I know. I'm just sitting on content of a CD. But now that I'm going to record, I didn't know I was going to record my hour in June, so I may just use the audio from that and have that be the same. Yeah, okay. So, But then that makes it the same thing as the DVD, whereas the CD that I recorded is different. So I don't know. I got decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I Someone need, will I drive up with a truck full of money and make that decision for you. Yeah. Yeah, let's, 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 let's see that. Let's get both yeah. out there. Right. All right, Mike. Continued success, man. Love hanging out and talking hey, to you. Hey, thanks, man. It's always fun. Thank you. Good deal. Boom. We did it.